Hello. 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 And welcome to Mobilize. Mobilize is a podcast that puts a spotlight on and is a resource for people, people, friends, communities, communities activists, activists who've decided to stand up, resist, 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 fight back, mobilize. Each day, together, together, we shine a light on the we truth. Shine a light on the we truth. focus on the things that unite us. We pull each other up. We celebrate, we celebrate our, our shared humanity. humanity. Episode 3, Going Out to Cannonball. On President's Day, I was up at Columbus Circle in New York City, outside of Trump Hotel, protesting. And I brought a drum with me. One of the things I'll remember most about that day is how music affected both my experience of the situation and the way that I interacted with other people. When I was playing music, the people around me seemed energized. In turn... I was lifted by their energy. At one point, a police officer came up and stopped next to me. And after looking around to make sure that the other officers uh, weren't watching us, he gave me a big smile and thumbs up and told me he dug the drumming and that he also hates what Trump is trying to do to our country. In the middle of a big crowd, I heard someone else playing a drum a little ways away from me. And it soon became clear that they had been listening to my beat and they would play counter-rhythms uh, to me. We traded call and response back and forth for a while and made our way closer and closer together. The energy of two drums playing together was palpable and the people around us clapped and shouted in rhythm with us. Although I had never met the other drummer before and we didn't even get a chance to exchange names, we embraced before going our separate ways. Music and art are the lifeblood of the resistance. This next interview was conducted by musician, friend, and now Mobilize producer, Daniel Kim. He's speaking with Nick Pankin of Spirit Family Reunion about their resistance song, Going Out to Cannonball.
Hello? Hello? Hey, man. Hey, Nick. How's it going? Gotten this Skype thing figured out. Sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. Just a little technical glitches. All good. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Cool, pretty good. cool. You know, given everything. Yeah, given everything is right. <laughs> um, cool. So you're upstate right now, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking after a friend's house. Well, it's a real honor to be able to chat with you. I've been a fan of yours since... Uh, I used to live in Red Hook for a couple of years. Uh, so nice. it was like right around the corner from Jalopy. So I think I, I think I saw you guys at a Roots and Ruckus one Wednesday. And cool. Was, and was just like totally blown away. It was a awesome. great show. You guys really killed it. Cool. Thanks, uh, man. So it's a real honor to be able to get to chat with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to be, to be doing this. So I guess we'll start with you can just intro yourself and what you do. My name's Nick. I sing and play guitar uh, in the band Spirit Family Reunion. Thanks again. For, for taking the time. I'm going to talk a little bit about, specifically about uh, going out to Cannonball. Can you give the story about how that song came about? What were the influences? You know, what are the inspirations for it? What's the song about? Um, yeah, the song is, is about Standing Rock out in North Dakota. Cannonball, North Dakota is the name of the town where, you know, they've been trying to put this pipeline through the Missouri River and through Native American land, including burial grounds and sacred land. Um, springtime of last year, 2016, is when people started to stand up and say no. Um, and I guess it started to pick up a lot of traction and people, you know, it started to become a mass movement at the end of the summer and the fall. Um, <clears throat> why these things happen, I don't really know. I mean, these moments just take on momentum and new meaning and it's just like the meeting place for so many different people who have so many different experiences in life and, and we all converge in this place that we all care about and um, it's definitely the most explicit direct song I've written I was just trying to you know make do what I can to make people aware of the situation and to think about the situation and become involved. You know, we hear about all these things going on all the time, everywhere that are terrible. And the most, most of us can figure out to do is, is if we're able to, you know, donate a little bit of money or sign a petition online or something like that. And I guess what I was trying to do with the song is to encourage people to maybe take a step further, you know, become engaged and, become involved, you know, like really step up because that's what it's going to take. And I, I, I wrote that song on election day. And I think like so many people, I felt pretty discouraged about a lot of things at that time. And that was at a time when we thought that, you know, the better outcome was going was gonna to happen there was still a lot to be discouraged about and frustrated with and to grapple with. So I wrote that song. I guess what I, <laughs> what was going on inside of me, which I just realizing now was kind of like, uh, if I'm going to vote for something and invest in something that I take a lot of issues with, then I'm going to have to do something else today that I really believe in and that I could really get behind. And that's why I wrote that song. <laughs> 
Um, cool. So yeah, I guess I guess going into the other side of that. So have you seen any very specific reaction or difference made from going out to Cannonball? Um, you know, I, Obama didn't specifically say that he was going to deny the permit um, because of the song, but he also didn't say it wasn't because of the song. So you know, could. I'm just, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I don't know. How do you, how do you gauge what the, how do you gauge what the effect is? You know, I think if people, if people respond to it and to say that the song is inspiring or they want to sing it, you know, a school invited us to come and perform the song and talk to the kids about the issue. Um, you know, music is a, it's a catalyst for having a conversation. So we've gotten to have this conversation about Standing Rock with a bunch of people that otherwise we might not have had a conversation with. Yeah, not totally. So broadening out a little bit, uh, what do you think is the, what would you say is the responsibility of artists, whether they write specific protest songs or not, do you think there's a responsibility there to engage either politically or socially with their art or at least with their the notoriety? Yeah, I mean, it's... It's challenging because, you know, artists are this the experiences of is of being under attack, you know, and of you have to you have to fight for the scraps to feed yourself and to survive. And um I'm just assuming that once you if you get to a place where you're kind of stable and uh living off of your living off your art, that uh you wanna hold on to that. You don't wanna risk it all. But I'm hoping that in this situation where, I mean, I really do think that we, we, we're all at risk, you know, in different ways. Um, for me, I mean, the, just the threat of nuclear destruction is more real than it's ever been in my lifetime. We can't afford to, to not speak out. I don't want to benefit from a system that allows me to benefit on the condition of not speaking out. Um, that feels totally immoral to me. So I think we all have a responsibility to be more honest with ourselves about what's going on, about all the dynamics that our society is based on, the different levels of privilege and oppression. We all have to be more honest with ourselves about that and how we fit into that and how we perpetuate it and how we benefit from it. And... The role of the artist, I think, is to be is to be vulnerable and to share with their audience um, their insight into the human experience. So you don't really have to connect the dots to see that I think that every artist should be absolutely vocal and outspoken. And I'm not just talking about you know retweeting the ACLU. I mean. Put it into your work. What work is worth doing if it's not to change this this pretty uh, awful situation? Yeah. Um, so I guess going off of that, um, for people who aren't artists, what do you recommend people do, and how, what do, what do you personally think is the best way to engage? Become an artist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Really, all it is 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 you know um, 
asking questions, not being afraid to look in the dark places and being vulnerable and communicating that. And so we, we all, I mean, everybody has a responsibility to do that. I, I think that's the fact that we're not, we haven't been doing that is, is what has allowed this situation to, to develop to this place. So I think it's everybody's job to be honest with themselves, vulnerable with themselves, and then take that to the next step and do that with your, with your neighbor. Um, you could start with your friends. You could start with your, your lover, you know, but I think we all need to be, be more honest and vulnerable and divest from, from the way that things are because we've seen where that leads us. And, you know, we had a sweet, lovable president um, for eight years. People were still getting murdered in the streets, you know, by the government. I know that I didn't do everything that I can to, to challenge that during that time. So I have to be honest with myself about that. And now that there's a really gross face on, on it with our new president, I think maybe that's a wake up call that we need to, we need to reassess. And there's no going back to the way things were. It's going forward to the way things, you know, need to be. Yeah. Um, so I guess, um, a little more specifically, are there, are there other things that you do to engage that you think other people should join in, like protesting, calling your representatives, uh, donating, uh, volunteering or working for nonprofits or, mm. um, yeah. Is there anything you do in your spare time that or you know, or is there anything that you think is the best way to, um, you know, to, to use your time and your resources as an individual? That's a hard question. Um, well, first of all, yes, I do think calling your two senators and one representative in Congress every day and telling them to oppose the Trump agenda in every way possible uh, is a great way to spend 10 minutes. Um you know, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't really know what the answer is. Um, you know, just lately I've been trying to unplug from politics as entertainment. Um, trying to stay informed about what's happening in a, in a very truthful, uh, non-entertainment kind of way. And wrap my mind around it. And I mean, I'm, I'm really trying to channel it into music personally. Um, and I don't have money to donate. <laughs> um, but I've definitely donated a lot of time to different causes, different uh, political campaigns or um, protests or things like that. I mean, it's important to just engage because we're always engaging with the system. I mean, we, we live, we live in it. So it's a matter of how, how do you engage with it passively or, or do you try to push it in the way that, that you want to see it go? Yeah. 
you are donating um, your proceeds from at least the Bandcamp download of of going out to Cannonball. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's one thing that you that you've done to kind of, you know, use use this thing that you've made to directly affects the thing that you're talking about yeah that's true i mean that's yeah we raised uh over a thousand bucks which is not a ton of money but you know it's it's a bunch of people who bought a song for a couple bucks and yeah all together it's nice to give a little chunk of change to an organization that needs it um and that's I think that's the that's baseline that should be baseline but we're not going to survive if we all get our hall pass by donating three bucks to to whatever you know Planned Parenthood I mean that's that's absolutely wonderful and you know I, I I'm inspired by what they're doing since the election but um you know we're gonna have to go to Planned Parenthood and we're gonna have to stand there and hold the doors open and and ask the patients there what we can do to serve them. I mean, we need to get beyond just donating or just signing petitions. Yeah. So in your music, you have a lot of sing-along and participatory feeling songs. What is it about that that you think helps engage people, you know, listeners in general? Well, I mean... Why do people like making music, you know, because it it's it feels good and, and it's igniting. And I think you get kind of get the message of the song deep. Uh, it translates deep within you if, if you're singing it or making it or interacting with it. So actually, when people sing it all together, it, it just it. it reinforces the meaning and, and increases the meaning. Totally. Um, and, and so did you, have you always thought of music as a force for change or something that needs to be activist politically or socially? Or was that something that you've developed more recently? Well, I, I want everything that I experience to, to be pushing the limits and, you know, reaching for a better situation so any books i read and I, i'm always drawn to stuff that to me feels like it's putting up a challenge to the status quo it's not always super uh explicit or direct but um that's the stuff that's exciting to me and i've always felt that i've that's been incorporated into the music that i'm drawn to make if if kind of on a more suggestive level um, it's starting to feel like that's not enough and there's a lot of things that we need to confront very explicitly and directly now so that's kind of a new challenge in songwriting we'll see how that works out um, so yeah let's talk a little bit about, I guess the future do, you, do, you, do we see more protest activist music coming from you and from Spirit Family Reunion? Yeah, I sure hope so. I mean, we're just about done recording um, a new album that we're going to hopefully put out this year. And, you know, like I said, I'm, I feel like most of our music is is uh, 
some version of protest music inspired by gospel music in the way that that it to me feels like protest music and the way that the civil rights movement in the 60s adopted gospel music and rearranged some of the words to be very specifically about some of the issues that they were focusing on so yeah i have every intention of getting more direct you know just just uh sharpening the knife and you know it's like they say if you see something say something <laughs> awesome cool um is there anything else you want to add um yeah i guess another little portion of an answer to one of your earlier questions like i said i've, I've been living up here in the woods but down in brooklyn my girlfriend has been organizing um something that I think is a really good idea, which is just inviting, you know, a handful of friends, uh, neighbors, a dozen people to come over at a regular time every week to be together, to engage, to call the politicians, to write letters, to, to be active and to make that into a regular thing where you're doing it and you're doing it with your community going, you know, making trips together to go to your, to the town hall meeting with your representative, whatever the issue is of that week that you want to address. I think having a regular, you know, a routine meeting of people from all over the spectrum of political involvement, I think is a great response to this moment because I think we should find out what happens when we do get super involved in the system of government that we have. I don't really happen to think it works that well when we're, you know, fairly passive on the sidelines. But let's see if it works, if if we're really there and we're loud and organized. And there's no reason to wait for somebody else to organize. I mean, all all you need to do is know a few other people and put out the call. Thank you for listening to Mobilize. Take action. Go to www.mobilizehere.com and select Take Action to see how you can get involved. We'll